0: We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja.
1: Welcome. It's so great having you here all today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjar.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. What is right about you? When you hear that question, do you have any answers as to what is right about you at all? Or do you automatically go to what is wrong with you? I know when, oftentimes when you give, give people a compliment, and oftentimes when I've received compliments also, I, we automatically negate it by saying, well, it's just if somebody compliments our clothes, for an example, by saying that, oh, this old thing, something that takes it away, and makes it so we don't really receive the compliment. Part of this is when we're growing up, a lot of us are taught that if we say what we do well, that we're bragging, and we're taught that to have the judgment that bragging is wrong. So therefore, it's almost like we're not allowed to really say what is right about ourselves. In Access Consciousness, the question actually is, what is right about me that I'm not getting? This is a very good question to ask yourself on a daily basis. Most of us can tell people easily what is wrong with us. It's not so easy for most of us to actually step into and say what is right about us. And where else have you made yourself wrong in acknowledging your gifts and capacities? Have you have some sort of judgment if you say you do something well that someone else is actually going to feel bad because they don't do the same thing? That's a very interesting point of view because we all have different gifts and capacities. What I do extremely well is different from what you you may do extremely well. And that's what makes us be able to work together really well in our daily lives. It's like, I am not very good at organizing the physical world. In fact, I will make a bigger mess and not know what to do with it. However, when I partner with someone who loves organizing the physical world, I am happier. I'm able to put things away and follow what they created, the system they created, and I'm very grateful to people that have the gift and capacity of organizing the physical world for me. So instead of concentrating on I don't do that very well, I've learned to ask who else can do what I can't do very well and where can I put my gifts and capacities to best use? So what could you choose different today that would help you start to realize what is right about you? What standards of you do you set for yourself before you can judge yourself good enough? Isn't that an interesting concept that we step into thinking that we need to judge ourselves and... What What is a magic line where we're good enough or that we actually have something to offer? You can listen to yourself when you talk to others or even when you're thinking. Pay attention to your thoughts. When you or others recognize something that you do well, you then follow it with yeah but statements. Yeah, I do that good, but I don't do this so good. It's... It's like, once again, going back to the compliment that we don't receive, it's like a lot of us automatically have to say what we don't do well or didn't do well when ourselves or others notice something that we do well. So that that brings up an interesting concept in whose standards are you using when you determine what is right or wrong about you? Hmm. Often, family, religious, or societal views are what we take into account, but are they really true for us? Are they really what we think about the world? Are they really what we think should be important in our life? This is a great time to ask, is it true? Is it true is one of the The best questions that I have come across when I have a random thought or when I decide something negative or even when I step into judgment of myself or others. Is it really true? Is it really valid? So it helps you challenge any time that you're really quick on accepting other people's points of views. I know in in religion, society, and even schools, there are certain standards that we are taught that we must uh, live by, uh, achieve to be good enough to be called a good person, so to speak. What if those are all just subjective points of view? What are some of the things that you could really step into and utilize that could help you realize where you're buying someone else's points of view that aren't really true in your life. You could start by acknowledging the things you do right, even if you don't think they're very important. Uh, Like you, you might be a very good friend. You might be very good at uh, doing certain kinds of jobs. Look at what you do well. Start acknowledging. And when you hear those little thoughts in your heads challenging you when you're thinking about what is right about you, ask ask them, is it really true? Is this negative thought you're having about yourself, is that really true? Or is it somebody else's points of view? I would also highly recommend a book by Dr. Dane Hare, called Being New, Changing the World. One of the reasons I have loved this book, and I recommend it to many people that I come across, is it brings out lots of different ideas on this subject, and he also shares a lot of tools that can help you change the way you view yourself and step more into the gifts and capacities of who you are. One of the things he points out is that we are a gift to a world and not a problem. Most of us have kind of decided that we're problems. And we operate our life from this standpoint. This also brings up, I've never watched this movie, but I've heard a friend of mine talk about this a couple of times in the last month or so. And it's a movie called It's a Wonderful Life. And apparently this is based on uh, the main character coming to a crisis point in his life where he's decided that he's messed up everything and that he's hurt everybody and that he is on the verge of suicide. What happens, I guess, in this story is that he gets shown all the ways he helped people throughout his whole entire life. And he got shown what his town would have been like if he hadn't have been there. To his amazement, he saw what a contribution that he had been to everyone instead of the disappointment and the problem. And because of that, he pulled back from committing suicide and judging himself so harshly and stepped into... Staying with life, and it was amazing because all the town people, townspeople, helped him come out of the problem because they realized what a gift and capacity, what his gifts and capacities had done for them. They recognized the contribution he was in his their lives. Being a contribution is a great question to also ask. It's one of my favorite questions. I try to start out the day. In fact, several people that know me, they say whenever they hear the question, what contribution can I be today, or see me, or see something I posted on Facebook, that that's an automatic question that comes to their mind. If that's the only contribution I am to people It's a great contribution to be because it helps you step into that energy of where can you contribute something to your life and to others. And it can just be as simple as you could smile and cheer up somebody or when you hear these stories about people that step in to pay it forward when you go get up to pay at a restaurant or a drive through and find out somebody else has paid. Think of how that uplifts you. Think about how you maybe connect with somebody. You say the right thing in the moment that makes them realize that they have a value when they were thinking they were valueless. I really recommend that you ask that question daily. What contribution can I be today? and several times during the day. In fact, anytime you're going to make yourself wrong or to do anything like that, ask that question, but also ask, what is right about me that I am not getting? In the next segment, we're going to explore the possibilities of when you're willing to receive others' judgments of you, uh, without going into judgment of yourself. is something I really want you to contemplate is how often do we judge ourselves because others have judged us and it's not even based on our reality. One of the questions I learned early on in access consciousness when I was listening to verbal clearings was whose limited reality am I stepping into when I decide whatever it is, like when I decide that I am wrong? It really is a question that would help me realize I was buying somebody else's point of view, and it really wasn't what I was thinking. And it looks like we're coming up on break, and I'll see you on the other side of two minutes.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: It's time to eradicate barriers that are holding you back in your relationships and your life
0: Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
1: And we're back. I really would invite you if you have any questions or you would like to discuss something to call into the show as I'm more than happy to answer questions. So I'm going to go back to where I left off in the last segment. And what if you were willing to receive others' judgments of you without going into judgment of yourself? What if every time somebody judged you or you judged you, you were able to step into the thought of what an interesting point of view. I heard a story once about John Bon Jovi being told when he was really young that just to give it up he would have no career as a singer because he just wasn't that good. Obviously, he received that judgment and treated it as just an interesting point of view and then went on to become the lead singer in a very, very successful rock band, Bon Jovi. Also, this is where it comes into play. One of my favorite books of all times as far as really helping me very early on is the book The Four Agreements. And one of the segments of the book is don't take anything personally. And it's based on the fact that other people's judgments of you, what they think of you, what they decide of you is based on their own limited reality. And it's really based on who they are, not on who you are. Of course, the book explains it a lot better. And it's, to me, it was the most powerful a part of the book at the time and I had a post-it note that I put in many different places reminding myself don't take anything personally. It was before I really learned other tools. It was before I learned how to release a lot of judgments that I had stepped into. It just really helped me shift my point of view as far as when I was taking something personally when it wasn't even mine. How much of that do you do? Uh, That book, I believe you can get it on audio and, and Kindle. There's just so many facets of that book that can really help you step into more of what is right about you that you're not getting. Also, there's another wonderful, simple, easy tool that I highly recommend, and it is called Ho'oponopono. I first learned about this Hawaiian, I'm not even sure what they call it, healing energy, healing thing, I'm not sure what they reference it as. But I first learned about this from a book by Joe Vitale called Zero Limits. And he was attracted to write this book and to follow through on it because he heard a story about a Dr. Yu Lin who had taken over a Hawaiian state hospital that was really in disrepair. Uh, It was populated by criminals and... Nobody was happy working there. Apparently, the paint was even falling off of the walls. Nothing was going right there. And before I go a little bit further in this, when I actually listened to Dr. Yulen himself, he says that they had actually tried to get him to go to work there for two or three years before he did and he said he all he really needed was their files and they said they couldn't do that legally he had to go to work for them so anyway back to the story he finally decides to go to work for them, and he just shows up and he never ever sees any of them personally he never um, appears to do much of anything but everything starts to change and I think if I remember correctly, within a matter of four years, there was no longer any need for the hospital and it closed up. People had gotten happier at their jobs. The paint had actually stuck to the walls when they painted uh, the, the inmates or patients or whatever that they called them had actually gotten better and they were released And when they asked Dr. Yulan what it is that he did, he said, I did nothing. And what he had done is he had taken the files of each of the people that were in the hospital and did Ho'oponopono. Now, when I tell you how simple Ho'oponopono is, you'll be amazed if you're not already um, knowledgeable about it it is just four simple words I love you I'm sorry please forgive me thank you and he would say that over and over as he would be reading their files he calls them cleaning tools the Ho'oponopono is a cleaning tool and I invite you he has a really great interview on YouTube and that you can really feel his energy. You can feel the power behind the hooponopono. Until I really listened to his YouTube interview, I really I understood that hooponopono was really a powerful tool, but it wasn't until I listened to him that I really got it. In fact, we had a friend and I had actually had a whole ponopono group once a week um, where we would get together and do whole ponopono. This is before I even knew about Dr. Yulin's interview, so I did realize there was power to it, but there was just something, and that's why I invite all of you, if you're drawn to it, to go listen to his interview on YouTube because it brings a power to it. He talks about how when you do Ho'oponopono, you do it on, you can do it on chairs, which you might find kind of interesting. You can do it on your house. You can do it on other people. You can do it on any situation. Uh, you can do it whenever you're in judgment of yourself. You can, uh, It helps heal where you're in judgment of yourself. Where a lot of people get stuck on Ho'oponopono is... I'm sorry, please forgive me. They say, what do I need to be forgiven about? Especially when they're looking at a certain situation where they don't think that they're at fault. In, in Ho'oponopono, when you say, please forgive me, if I remember accurately, it's more about, please forgive the perception that I am having, that there is an issue or a problem with this or please forgive me wherever I have judged myself where I have judged the other person it's really powerful to use this simple tool and it's incredible how if you just add this to your life how you can really see and start to to get back to releasing Some of the energies around where you pick on yourself, where you pick on others. One of the ways I really love using it nowadays is whenever I have an anger response at myself or others or I feel a so-called negative emotion, for lack of a better term. If I can remember in that moment to go into the Ho'oponopono, I can release a ton take the energy out of it and actually be a contribution to the world if one man could do ho'oponopono on patients charts for four years and a hospital could close down and people could get happier and all sorts of change could be made what would happen if you did this for yourself what would happen if you even formed with other people to do Ho'oponopono on things you're seeing in your neighborhood even, and much less yourself. However, for the context of this program, start with yourself. Start with making sure that you give your body and you the message, I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And I also believe that Dr. Yulin says you can actually condense it a lot to I love you and thank you. Thank you and gratitude are two of the most awesome ways to really step into a higher vibration. In fact, in Access Consciousness, they talk about how gratitude is even more powerful than love and gratitude is really where we want to be in because it's a space of no judgments just thankfulness and so wherever you can be in gratitude in your life wherever you can say thank you in your life one thing that i liked to do that i learned from a friend of mine is whenever something really i'm really feeling good about life or i'm really feeling good about something in my life or even when i just am around a small child I often have a great feeling, is this is an opportunity to say thank you, more please. Oftentimes we don't ask for more. We're taught not to ask for more. So when you can step into thank you, more please, it's amazing how many more things that help you feel good will show up for you. And when I started using that particular tool, it really helped me. And the interesting part about that is when I step into thank you more, please, it actually also takes me out of any judgment of making myself wrong or even any judgment that I can't have more of that because all I'm asking for is more of the great feeling that I am having. So where could you add this to your life? Where could you add Ho'oponopono? And again, I invite you to go to Dr. Uland's interview on YouTube. And also to read Zero Limits by Joe Vitale, as this could be a very important book for you. And the information in it could literally change your life. And it looks like we're coming up on break. And we'll see you on the other side of two minutes.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Are you looking for life's answers?
2: How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be
4: a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement and purpose?
0: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
1: And we're back. And remember, you're welcome to call in and ask any questions. I would really invite anybody that would like to do so to please call. And I'm going to go back to the topic on Ho'oponopono as far as the sticking piece for a lot of people when they're doing Ho'oponopono is on the forgiveness piece. I ran across this prayer of forgiveness that comes from Discover Your Aura, I believe. Um, I hope I'm attributing it to the right source, but I'd like to read it for you since it's a quote. If I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly through their own confusions, I forgive them. And if there is a situation I am not ready to forgive, I forgive myself for that. For all the ways that I harm myself, negate, doubt, belittle myself, judge, or be unkind to myself through my own confusions, I forgive myself. This is a very, very powerful prayer and concepts to really help you release all of those areas where you are judging yourself or not forgiving yourself, as well as for others. Um, Like I've read in many different places, when you forgive, you actually change the future. When you hold on to something and you don't forgive, including pieces or parts of yourselves or your own actions, then you actually keep everything into place and it does more harm than good. So really consider picking up any kind of tool, any kind of way that you can step into no judgment of yourself. In... Access Consciousness, they define consciousness as, uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something along the line is as far as stepping out of judgment or having no judgment and being more in awareness and allowness to realize that the moment you judge something, you actually keep the energy in place. So every time you judge yourself, and make yourself wrong that's an energy that's gets locked in your system in your body and just many different ways what would happen if even on your own judgments you could say that's such a interesting point of view i think i'm going back to the access consciousness division as consciousness judges nothing And there's another piece to it. Sorry, I can't remember it right now. But it really is an invitation that the more conscious you become, the less you judge and the more you just perceive and step into something different and allow things to unfold as they do. A few years ago, I saw a movie called What the Bleep Do We Know? I had no idea what movie I was even going to. I was attending some classes. To actually I was attending some classes to learn residency patterning and we did a trip in the evening to go watch this movie. This movie at the time was very mind-blowing to me because it discussed a lot of things about quantum physics, which at the time went totally over my head and about what is really reality and what can we change with realities. How do our perceptions shape our reality? And also in that movie, a very interesting concept came up, which I then later explored about Dr. Masuro Emoto, did some sciences. I believe he was a doctor in Japan on what he called messages from water, and it's a it's a really interesting book to go look at. And they would take pictures of water. I'm not quite sure how they set up their experiment anymore. It's been a long time since I actually read the backstory on this, but it showed that even polluted water could change if people said, I love you, I'm sorry, and thank you. It was interesting that for many, when I first discovered Ho'oponopono, I didn't even realize that those were some of the most powerful ones that Emoto, the statements that Emoto had shown in his experiments, could just change ugly polluted water, to sparkling clear water it was basically ho'oponopono the other interesting part to me in what the bleep that helped me really understand how those words and ho'oponopono could be so powerful is think about it our bodies have a lot of water I I hear all sorts of different percentages, but I know for a fact it's over 50%. So when you tell yourself, I love you, I'm sorry, thank you, what could you change within your body? What could you change within the, the air around you, so to speak? It's, really go and look at those pictures. You can look at them up, up online. They'll show a lot of pictures there. There may even be some YouTube things on the studies behind them. When Fukushima first happened over in Japan, Emoto called. This is when I first realized that what his experiments had done was back up pole Pono Pono, was he called for everybody in the world at 12 o'clock their time to get together in groups if they could and just send out to the oceans, to the water, to everything, I love you, I'm sorry, thank you. And that's when I went, my goodness, that's Ho'oponopono. And it really clicked to me what we could do, what could we change if we would step into that moment. So, again, what could take you out of judgment of what is wrong with you? Ho'oponopono is a tool. Another tool that could be used is... There's so many different ones. Uh, Sometimes when I'm trying to express or talk to you about different ways you can change or do things. If you're really stuck in a repetitive pattern of thought about what is wrong with you, and you cannot get out of it for whatever reason, or you perceive you can't, Emotional Freedom Technique, EFT as it's referred to, is a great way to break that cycle to free up your energy. Uh, I first learned about... Emotional Freedom Technique, a few years ago. And I have found it very, very helpful for helping stop uh, a repetitive pattern that I have from time to time, of really picking on myself, finding out everything is wrong about me, that if I will just do what they call tap on it. you. There's all sorts of EFT videos on YouTube. You can look up them online. Uh, the place I work out of in Las Vegas, Enchanted Forest Reiki Center, they did at one time. I don't know if they still do. Have an emotional freedom technique practitioner working out of there also. Um, they, I hope that she's still there or that they're doing more. It's it's just another way to shift your energy to do it. Whatever you can do to stop yourself in the moment of judging yourself wrong, use that tool. I also know that some of the therapists that I have worked with in the past and a lot of therapists out there have great tools in these types of areas that they can also share. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I actually felt kind of sad when I heard her say that she had tried therapy, therapy before and she got nothing out of it because the therapist she went to had no tools or no nothing that they could really share with her. And I let her know that not all therapists were the same. And to ask questions, to find out what do they use? What's their background? Who goes to see them? How did you find out about them? Uh, The therapists that I know and have either personally seen myself or know people that have, they have amazing gifts and talents with working with people. They are always learning new tools that they can share with their clients. They're always pushing their clients into realizing what is right about them. That's the type of therapist, if you choose therapy, that you need to seek out because they are out there. There are more than you can imagine out there. And I've seen what a blessing they can be for people in their lives. And it looks like we're coming up on break. I'll see you on the other side of two minutes.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: How is your relationship with your partner? Could you be closer and more connected? Though many stressors that impact couples may be unavoidable, being able to navigate whatever comes your way can make all the difference in the level of happiness in your partnership. To stay close and connected to your partner, you'll want to check out Coupled Up with hosts Karen Collins-Achetti and Max-Achetti, broadcasting live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you tired of strained relationships that don't work? We all have at least one, a family member, friend, or co-worker we struggle to understand and deal with. Now you can improve those relationships fast with simple tools and skills. Tune in to Relationship Radio with Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. You'll learn how to have a better marriage, improve communication with your kids, and reduce stress at work. Listen live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being.
1: And we're back. Again, I'm going to ask the question, what is right about you that you're not getting? You don't necessarily have to answer that question in the moment, but when you do that, especially when you leave it open-ended, it's like things show up to show you what is right about you. It's very difficult in our society to not try and automatically answer questions because we're taught that we have to have the right answer. Um, Everything is set up from school on, is based on us having the right answer, and it's almost, and we're treated oftentimes like we're a failure if we don't have the right answer. What if we just have the right question? What if we just know how to keep moving forward? Uh, when you ask what is right about me, I'm not getting, and you leave it open ended, it gives so many opportunities for you to discover things that maybe you would never really realized what was right about you. Oftentimes, the things that are right about us, we come so easily to us that we think everybody can do them. Everybody has that gift and capacity and don't realize that we actually have something that's truly we can offer others because it's unique to us or to very few people. It's like not everybody can be an oil painter, so to speak, as far as creating works of art that other people really want to see and that can contribute to their lives. But for those people, a lot of them that can do it easily, they have a tendency not to value it much or not to realize that it really is something right about them uh, because oftentimes they're told that there's no way they can make a living with that gift and capacity. A lot of judgments as far as negating what is right about us in our society really comes down to other people's judgments of you can't make a living with that or you can't do anything with that instead of uh, what contribution can that be to you, to the world around you, and to everyone if you really stepped into using that gift and capacity. Say for the artist that isn't painting, if he or she really stepped into painting and sharing that gift, what contribution could other, they give to others From their works of arts. What could they maybe help others perceive or know differently. That would really be a contribution to their lives. That's why I really like the question. What contribution can I be today? Because when you look at that. It helps you acknowledge that there's all sorts of different ways you can be a contribution. It's it's an important question too to help you as far as stepping into what is right about you because when you think of yourself being a contribution and what you could do to be a contribution you're focusing on that in particular you get to notice the moments in time when you can actually be that contribution so I really invite you to do that in earlier in the show, I talked to you about Dane, Dr. Dane Harris book being you changing the world. I believe on his website, drdanehair.com. You can actually listen to the first chapter of that in audio and you could get a feel for whether or not you thought this book could be a contribution for you. Uh, I just really recommend anything that helps you strip away all those personas, all those perceptions that you've taken on from others about who you are, and step into more about who you be. Because anytime that you are judging yourself wrong, making yourself wrong, um Deciding that there's more wrong about you than is right about you, that's usually based on other people's perceptions or on things that you were taught in school, like maybe you weren't a good student, so people judged you as stupid. Is that really true? Or is that you just needed to learn a different way? When I was going to college, we had a very interesting class where we had to come up with an IQ test. First of all, though, we had to define what intelligence was. That was the first time I ever really contemplated that, and it was really kind of fun. What we came up with, I believe, if I remember accurately, is there's at least seven different types of intelligence. The way schools work in the United States, it only measures one type. Where does it leave... Everyone else that is highly intelligent in the other areas, like one of the areas was those that were really gifted with working with machinery and how they could see how things worked and that they could just build things, repair things like nobody's business. However, oftentimes they weren't very good in school. So how many people with being very intelligent, having that gift and capacity, were judging themselves wrong because our tests and measurements in our school system in the United States and what we base a lot of our things on is only measuring one type of intelligence. I think I remember reading somewhere that oftentimes people are really... um, really focused on school and the ones that do really good oftentimes are not the ones that really relate well with people so when they go out and get a job they're not necessarily the best hire so again where have you judged yourself wrong what is right about you that you're not getting and it. I would like to thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being today. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com. Contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. And we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.